This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Happy 2022. We survived another year of this craziness, thank God, right? Hope you had great holidays, nice Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate and believe in. Good stuff. Thanks again for being here. This is your show for everything real estate, business related, and anything else you'd like to learn about here in the Rhode Island area. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, Our first show of 2022, pretty excited about that. Um, but with us, I'd like to I'd like to uh, introduce our first guest of the hour, and that is Matt Bates of Movement Mortgage. Matt's one of the top loan originators in the region, and uh, he's he's a, a wealth of knowledge in regards to mortgages. And you can check him out at rimortgageguy.com. Matt, what's up, bro? Hey, yeah, not much. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Emilio. Uh, glad to be on here for this has got to be the sixth or seventh year going strong. So in uh, a long time. Yeah. We're looking forward to 2022. Um, and, uh, you know, this week I wanted to touch on what you should bring to the closing. Um, you know, pretty, pretty simple question, but um, and pretty simple answer, really. But everybody asks it. So nobody really knows until uh until <laughs> until they get to the closing so until um, they don't have what they need right 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 mm-hmm. um so uh, a couple of standard documents if you're a buyer um if you're a buyer it, it, you you need to you need to have your license so anybody that's going to be on title needs to go to the closing because even though they might not be signing loan documents for the mortgage they still are going to be an ownership and, and it needs to be recorded at the town hall. So they need to be present. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's going to be at title needs to show a, proof, a valid proof of uh, an ID. So license, passport, um, identification, um, you know, card. If you're uh, a resident, uh, permanent resident or green card, you got to bring that. Um, and uh, three days before the closing, there should at, at least three days before the closing. Uh, more more often than not, my team's getting the close what they call the closing disclosure out um, way before three days. So there's plenty of time to review it and go over it. But that closing disclosure is an important document because it starts to really nail down the, the final dollar amount that you're going to uh, need to bring for cash to close. If you're bringing um, uh, money to the closing table, sometimes, you know, certain sometimes you get money back depending on credits and how the transaction went. But if you are bringing money, it's important to review that closing disclosure and bring a check. Um, uh, now, some attorneys they require a wire. You can bring a, you can wire the funds. Some attorneys uh, are okay with a certified check if it's uh, under a certain dollar amount. Usually, it's around fifty thousand. I think is like the the average. If it if the cash to close is beyond that, then they always require a wire. Um, and uh, to review that with your loan that document with your loan officer and the attorney's office to make sure everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
if, if you're wiring it, you do that before the closing. If you're bringing a check, you go to stop at the bank and you bring a check to the closing table. Um, and um, at this day and age, I think one of the last segments that we touched on was how uh, uh, the IT part of our business is always developing. And yeah. for us, um, if the customer chooses to opt into it, you can opt into uh, signing the, disc- the the loan disclosures and the application and things. Like I think it's like seventy five percent of them you can sign online before the closing. So that way, when you do get to the closing, only the required uh, you know only the required third party. Ver- that's where the attorney's there is to oversee the proper execution of these documents. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get completed properly, and then go there and officially record on on at the town hall that you're the new homeowner. So um, you know that's that's uh, that's it in a nutshell, really, um, from a selling point of view. Um, if you have an, if you should have an agent. If you have an agent, they they you know review their checklist, you know your checklist with them, uh, with, with with your customers before you go to the closing. But more often than not, it's like. Uh, Garage door openers. Um, if there is any money to be brought to close Crash for some reason, keys. Uh, you know, instructions on how to do something in the house. Um, your license too. You have to bring the or identification information as a seller. Um, and it, you know that that whole process of closing should be a very, you know, seamless, smooth, 25, 30 minute. Uh, meeting with the attorneys and then the houses should be yours in a perfect world. Sometimes, yeah. you know, COVID throws, you know, something like COVID comes in and then it goes haywire. But uh, in the, in the, in the general spectrum of things, it, it should go a very, a very celebratory day. Uh, a very easy, easy, easy peasy is what we shoot for. There's one other thing too, that we tell um, buyers and sellers to bring to the closing table and that's a checkbook. Because sometimes there's incidentals in there. And I, I think for the buyer side, this happens a lot less frequently. But for the seller side, it could be anything. It could be um, that they might owe a little bit on, you know, uh, water. There might be a lien or there might be, you know, some sort of credit or something that was due that didn't hit the uh, that didn't hit all the, the, the paperwork at the closing. And then they find out and have to add it in after. It's yeah. all there, you know. It's, so it, one, one thing that buyers and sellers have to go through a part of the process is a walkthrough before the closing. So uh, let's say you go to the house and, you know, someone removed an appliance and that should have stayed with the house. Instead of putting the appliance back, maybe a check will, will cover, the, cover, the, cover the issue and solve the problem, yeah. uh, you know, or if there's some sort of damage or something like that. So, yeah, you always want to be ready to... Uh, make it happen because the closing date is based off of that date. The numbers are all based off of per diem calculations. So if a closing was to get pushed back, it requires it to be revisited by the lender, make sure rate locks are not expiring and the costs are all intact. And uh, and, and then all the the changes for the next day, whatever the day that might be need to happen. So in order to make sure that the closing does come together in a very smooth process, it's important to maintain that closing date and bring in a checkbook could probably, it could help make that happen sometimes. So. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if you're just joining us, this is the Desperado team real estate show powered by movement mortgage We're talking about what to bring to a closing table today with Matt Bates, top loan originator here in the region. Uh, and he's with movement mortgage, ri mortgage or the ri mortgage 
check them out, get pre-approved, see if you can uh, go ahead and purchase your home or refinance or get some, whatever kind of questions you have answered. But so Matt basically said, you got to bring your what license, you got to bring a checkbook, you got to either wire your money or bring it in depending. And, uh, and you got to bring yourself right in Rhode Island. We still have to sign in ink at the closing table or have a POA, a power of attorney, which requires paperwork ahead of time. Uh, we were also kind of touched upon final walkthroughs. And, uh, and I want to quickly talk about this because Matt, we've had some situations where we've had buyers go to the final walkthrough. This is the walkthrough where you, you're, you're taking your agents, taking you through the home. You're making sure all the appliances are there. All the repairs that said that were going to be done are done and that there's no trash or debris or anything left or like people living there or dogs or anything that shouldn't be in the house shouldn't be there but we've had situations where sellers have refused to move right and we've had situations where we had to get legal parties involved and we had to get the sellers to compensate buyers so there's a whole plethora of stuff that can happen before you even get to that closing table even on the last day even on closing day when you're doing the final walkthrough isn't that right matt yeah, the, it, it can it can get get crazy, and it's important to um, huddle up with your team, with your loan your loan officer, your real estate agent, your attorney. If there's a lot of moving parts, let's have these conversations before the closing date and not on the closing date, so everybody knows their role. Everybody knows what needs to happen, and that way the day goes as smooth as possible, regardless of how much needs to get done. But you know, the times that I've seen it get a little nuts is when people aren't huddling up a couple of days before to get to the closing date with a smooth final finish. So um, definitely make that huddle up and, and, and real estate is a crazy world. So anything can happen. So be prepared for that too. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, we both have some crazy stories on closing day for sure. Oh God, I know, I know. It's like, and and I'm sure real estate agents in general, we all have some some pretty funny, crazy stories because you know what? We're dealing with a pretty big subject. We're dealing with people's homes. And, you know, there's a lot of times too, right? Sometimes people don't want to sell their homes. They're in a situation where they have to sell. And it's sad, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, they're losing their home or it's divorce or death or relocating or, or relocating or you know there's always not always but there's there's sometimes situations where people don't want to sell and it's a sad situation or or maybe they can't find a home to move into so they panic you know and, and they panic and they're like hey we're not leaving like what you <laughs> it's closing yeah. day you're contractually obligated to leave what were you gonna say matt no, I said, uh, you're, oh, you have to leave. <laughs> get out. <laughs> like, uh, you're going to get sued, bro. Like, you got to you gotta get out. You put your home on the market to sell. We got a contract for you. You got to get O-U-T, baby, out. But, uh, yeah, man, we see it all. Oh, man. So, uh, needless to say, this job never, ever, ever, ever gets mundane or boring, I got to tell you. But... Good stuff. I'm really excited for 2022 and, uh, and, and really appreciate you being here, Matt. Um, so good stuff. So this is the Despirito team radio show powered by movement mortgage. And I want you to check out the rimortgageguy.com. Go ahead and ask any mortgage related questions you got. Matt can help you get approved. 
pre-approved, get you the home you want, or get you a refi or cash out refi, anything mortgage related, Matt over at Movement Mortgage can help you out. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show News, Radio 920, 104.7 FM, streaming on WAHJJ. WAHJJ. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for joining us today and happy 2022. We've got a great show for you here uh, today and this year. Really excited to be here with you. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by LaPointe Insurance. Now, living here in the Northeast, uh, especially around winter, going into spring, it can be very wet. It can be rainy. And there's a lot of places in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut areas that can get hit very poorly, very badly with water and water damage. So today, we've invited John LaPointe of LaPointe Insurance to talk with us about the five types of water damage and to see if you can actually get coverage or if you're covered with it with your insurance company. John, thanks for being here with us and being our insurance subject matter expert. Absolutely. Thanks for having me as always, Emilio. Um, yeah, looking forward to a great year of more, uh, more, more shows and uh, more great content with your group here. So uh, thanks as always for having me. Happy 2022 to everybody out there. Um, so yeah, water damage, uh, definitely probably the, one of the, one of the top claims calls that we get as an insurance agency when it comes to homeowners insurance, anything weather related, it's right up there with windstorm damage and um, that kind of stuff. But uh, water is definitely one of the biggest things that can cause damage to your home. And it's important to know whether or not it's covered by your home insurance, because not all types of water damage are. And um, even if they are covered, may not always be covered. So. Mm -hmm. um, First and foremost, it we talk about this on the show a lot. Uh, we've talked about this with clients in particular too, but flood is something that is a huge insurance question that comes up. Maybe people are buying a house, flood, is it in a flood zone? Is it not in a flood zone? But it's important to know that flood damage to your home is not covered by homeowners insurance. Floods, uh, the most literal sense of the word, flood, like water, comes in from the ground from excessive rainfall or from you know the, the ocean or a stream or river nearby that overflows and causes damage to your home. Flooding in that sense of the word is not covered by home insurance ever. You'd need flood insurance to protect yourself for that. And that's why there's a whole separate side of insurance when it comes to flood. And flood insurance is a separate policy that you'd need to obtain if you're in a high-risk flood zone and your lender is going to require it. But flood damage, never covered by home insurance. But you can get coverage through a separate flood insurance policy. So mm -hmm. if you're ever curious about you know, what, what homes are in a flood zone or, or not in a flood zone, is your home in a flood zone? Uh, is the home you're potentially buying in a flood zone? These are the kind of questions that we love to answer. And I know that you know uh, your team and, and you definitely come to us as a resource for it, Emilio, whenever flood insurance, potential flood uh, damage or if, whether or not a home's in a flood zone comes into play. Um, but if you're ever interested, just, you know, let us know. You can also check out the FEMA website to learn a lot more about flooding, flood zones, and, and flood insurance. Um, the next type of 
water damage that's sort of similar to flood is groundwater. So if water comes into your home at or below the ground level, you may consider that to be flooding, but it's not always defined as flooding. So this could just be because there was excessive rainfall or maybe because uh, you had a swimming pool, above ground swimming pool that, you know, got busted and all this water comes in rushing into the house through the ground or you have cracks in your foundation. And just because of the water table, water gets into the house. Groundwater also not covered by home insurance is something that home insurance policies do not cover under their standard form. So the ground is wet, you know, at the end of the day, especially if we're in New England where homes have basements and that's how we build our foundations, the ground is wet, you know, after periods of rainfall or maybe months of rainfall, the water table gets to where it is and the ground just kind of maintains a certain level of moisture. And now if your basement has cracks in it, or maybe it's just settled over many years, that's where water is going to go. It follows the laws of gravity. Water is going to go into your basement if that's not sufficiently waterproofed. And so it's important to know that home insurance really doesn't cover groundwater in your home. And if you've got those cracks in your foundation or you have issues with that high water table, it's your responsibility as a homeowner to do things to make sure that your basement's going to stay dry because insurance is going to have little to no remedy for that sort of damage uh, mm -hmm. to your home. So that could be waterproofing the basement, could be installing French drain systems, could be installing a sub pump, which brings me to the next one. Sump mm -hmm. pump failure is covered by home insurance by endorsement. So you mm -hmm. can add an additional coverage to your policy that will okay. cover you in the event that you have a sub pump in your basement. You put that sub pump in there to keep your basement dry. So you yeah. did your part. You did your part as the homeowner putting that sub pump in there, but now that sub pump failed or it just didn't turn on because the electricity went out or maybe there's just way too much water and it couldn't handle it. It only pumps mm -hmm. at a certain rate and there's just way too much water. If you have that endorsement on your policy for sub pump failure, and then you have that groundwater issue because the sub pump failed, there is coverage for that. So that's definitely the recommendation when it comes to, you know, getting coverage for groundwater. Smart. If you're concerned about it, Make sure you're doing your part and having a sub pump in there. And then if the sub pump fails, you can get coverage on your policy to pick up that. What's what's the cost of adding that adding that in and saying that you have a sub pump? Ten dollars a month. Ten but ten bucks a month. So $120 a year, give or take. And it so let's just say if it's not just groundwater, if it's a flood that happens and you have a sub pump, are you covered then too or no? No. The same situation would, would apply. Yeah. So even if it was flood, yes, because if you had a sub pump in there, um, any issue where the sub pump was intended to get water out of the basement, but it did not do its job because of the, uh, you know, whatever reason, too much water or just didn't turn on. Yeah, it would be, that's, that's exactly what that endorsement is uh, so intended to cover. So hypothetically, John, let's just say you get, you, all right, you own a house cash. You're not required by your bank because you don't have a bank to have flood insurance. You're in a flood zone, but you have a sump pump and you have a sump pump rider or um, what did you call it? A sump pump what? Yeah, endorsement. Endorsement on your insurance policy. It's $120 a year or whatever. And all of a sudden the area gets freaking cranked and flooded 
and, and your sump pump gives out and doesn't go, would they be covered then? You would, but there's a cap on the amount of coverage on that sub pump failure endorsement. So it's going to be important to look into that. Some companies will offer sub pump coverage up to $100,000 or more, but most companies cap it at something smaller than that, sometimes even significantly smaller than that. So if you're concerned about a small amount of damage, yes. But if you're going to be concerned with like catastrophic damage, like to the tune of $100,000, Make sure that you can get that endorsement that covers you up to that amount, or maybe just at that point, consider getting a flood insurance policy too. Yeah, yeah. at that point, it might make more sense to get flood insurance because flood insurance covers up to 250 So, okay. Yeah, cool. exactly. Um, sewer backups. Uh, so yeah. if water backs up into the home through a sewer drain, this is covered again by endorsement. So it automatically is not included on our home insurance policy. It's okay. not something that if water backs up through a toilet or drain in your house, your policy will not automatically cover it unless you have an endorsement. And it's the same endorsement that covers you for sub pump overflow or sub pump backup or failure. So that same endorsement will also cover you in the event that sewage or septic backs up into your house through a drain or toilet, things like that. So um, it's important to make sure that if you're concerned about that, you have that extra endorsement added because it's not automatically included in home insurance. And then the last one, number five, this is one of the most common things we see broken pipes. So Mm. not to be confused with sewer backups, a broken pipe. So actual, you know, failure in the plumbing's pipe itself. So a discharge from that pipe, whether it burst because it froze or because it was just faulty and over years kind of corroded or something like that. If there's a discharge from plumbing, it is most often covered by home insurance. And in most cases, I would say 99% of the policies that we write do cover this type of water damage. That's again, it's going to be something that you're just going to want to double check. I don't, I always hesitate to say always covered, you know, because it's something that depending on your policy type, there may be an exclusion for it. If you got a, a weird company for your insurance or you went with some kind of budget insurance company, it's not always going to be covered. But I would say that 99% of the time, if you have a broken pipe, if you have an accidental discharge from your plumbing, that's going to be covered by your home insurance. So that could be uh, you know, a sewage line in your home, or it could be a water line, water line from an appliance like a dishwasher or a refrigerator, or just any other plumbing in your home that freezes or breaks or cracks and causes water to spray out into your home and cause a bunch of damage to your house. That's something that most of the time you can be confident that your insurance policy is going to cover that. And if you're not sure, just ask your agent. Awesome. Unbelievable. These are things that we take for granted and that, you know, we might overlook all the time until it happens. Right. And then you're like, oh, does it cover it? Exactly. So those are the worst conversations for me to have or or questions to get, you know, is is after something happens for somebody to say, hey, uh, this such and such happened in my house. Am I covered for it? And um, those are the ones where it's like, Man, you know, I wish everybody would just listen to the Despirito Team Real Estate radio show uh, because then they'd have this information ahead of time and they would know whether or not they needed to get this extra coverage or, you know, that phone call would be a lot less awkward. I'm always learning, man. I really am. And it's so funny. Like, I, 
the 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 pipes discharging i didn't even think about that one never mind sewage backup again just all things so i gotta tell you our our listeners by the way you know we use john lapointe and lapointe insurance um constantly i mean not only personally but we recommend him out professionally as well too and they're always right there with rates if not better than other places the service is better and uh they're always right there so give them a shout go to lapointins.com again lapointins.com you can get all their phone numbers contact info you can even contact them there um but i've got a question for you john um there's uh there's some recalls on certain plumbing and um i know one of the brands i believe was kai tech and we run into this a lot in situations and uh, in homes that were built in the early 2000s, uh, places like West Greenwich, Exeter, seem to have Coventry, seem to have a, a lot of this Kitech type of, of piping. What happens now when there's an actual material defect and the thing has been, in the, the, the piping that's in the home has been recalled and it starts to leak and it starts to damage homes? I mean, this can be massive amounts of damage. Is that something if you have is that something that's covered as well through homeowners insurance? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it would be covered if there's a um, accidental discharge from that type of plumbing. I will say though, that some carriers are smart to this and they know that um, like PEX, this like PEX uh, type of plumbing that was yeah. produced by Kitech and some other manufacturers during some of those years, um, yeah. they, they want to know about it prior to uh, obtaining a policy. So this be, it actually becomes an underwriting question, just like the questions of like, yeah, has your roof been replaced within the last 20 years? And if your roof is 35 years old, chances are most insurance companies aren't going to want to write it because they don't want to be the ones footing the bill for you to get a new roof. Um, next time, you know, there's a light breeze and all the shingles fall off the roof. So they, that, that kind of situation comes up pretty often, but it, it is uh, good to know that this certain types of plumbing, actually some insurance companies just won't won't insure a home if it has it and, and wow. PEX or uh, polybutylene piping that was installed by certain manufacturers during certain years does actually show up on some insurance company applications. They want to know about it. And if it is in the home, they're going to ask that it be replaced or that there's some sort of report on it showing that it is actually safe and not faulty before they're going to agree to insure the property because they know there's a much higher chance of this happening. Wow. It's interesting. Good stuff. Yep. Again, always a wealth of knowledge. I want you to contact LaPointeINS.com. You can go ahead and ask for yeah, John if you'd like. They're covering home, auto, and life insurance. Thanks for being here with us, John. Appreciate you so much. I appreciate you too, Emilio. Thank you so much for having me. As always, uh, you got a great show here. And uh, hope, yeah, I hope everybody enjoys 2022 and makes those New Year's resolutions a success. You bet, John. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, powered by LaPointe Insurance here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, and streaming on WHJJ. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM, also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Desperado, and this is your show all about real estate. Thank you so much for being here. Again, Happy New Year. Really excited to be here with you again for another year here on uh, iHeartRadio. 
And uh, we're going to bring on some fantastic guests this year and go over everything from real estate to business uh, and, and other things. So, you know, we've got one of the, one of the things wherever you go, people seem to always be talking about real estate, right? And it's just one of those things that is, I'd like to say, more obtainable and more in reach than we may think or than we may give it re- credit for, right? And, you know, there's regardless of where you are in life or what type of situations you have, or if you've been down or out or whatever it is, people have come up through from the bottom all the way to the top with real estate. And it's one of those things, I believe it's 80% of of, of millionaires, maybe even 85% of millionaires um, received a lot of their wealth, if not an abundance, almost all of their wealth through real estate. Okay. And a lot of people, especially in this country have, have either self-educated, have taught themselves through methods like the show, uh, podcasts, YouTube, uh, mentors, or through the real estate, um, you know, experience of, of either working in, in real estate or, or whatever, just going out on a limb and investing and purchasing their first home, where it's one of those things that it can happen, okay? So if you have a resolution this year to, to level up, to purchase real estate, to create a legacy for yourself, I want to give you a lot of credit. And I want to let you know, there are so many wonderful programs out there that you can take advantage of. And people don't realize that you can go in with a 620 credit score, or even times there's programs even less and you can get approved for a mortgage, okay? So, and there's different things you can use as income too, by the way, right? There's sometimes where, you know, you could use um, child support or alimony, or you could use, you know, social security, or you could use a number of other things as income. And when you're purchasing different types of properties, like let's say if you want to live in a multifamily and you're buying your first home, or, you know, and by the way, buying your first home could mean that you just didn't own a home in the past three years. So maybe you've been renting for three years, you know, maybe your other half has been deceased and you sold your home and and you moved and you rented, but now you want to go ahead and start life again. Well, maybe it makes sense for you to purchase a multifamily, you know, in Rhode Island, we're lucky here, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut areas. We're lucky because, because of the industrial revolution, because of the wonderful amounts of mills and factories and and housing that we had here for the employees of these factories, we have all these wonderful hubs in places where there's multifamilies. And these are places where you can purchase for as little as $0 down or 3.5% down. And when you're purchasing your your first or owner-occupied home and the other, say, one or two or three uh, floors or or tenants in that property can help pay for and cover your mortgage taxes, insurance, and other liabilities, which bring your cost of living down to, to nothing, if not can make you a, a profit. So this is really where a lot of people start creating their wealth in real estate. It's never too late. If you're 90 years old, okay, you could get a mortgage, okay? I'm not saying that it's right for everybody, but you know, don't cut yourself short. Okay. Get excited and get, get going, get, you know, uh, fall in love with, with real estate and the opportunities that you can have here. People always say too, they're like, Hey, real estate market's high. There's not a lot of inventory. Listen, there's always going to be a reason why you quote unquote, shouldn't do something. 
But the reason why you should do something is because you need to make a change or because it benefits you or the numbers line up. And maybe you don't know how to analyze this. And this is where a reputable real estate agent in your market is going to be able to go over your current situation, your future situation, where you want to be and line the numbers up for you and say, hey, listen, this makes sense for you. This doesn't make sense for you. And this is the resource that we want to be for you here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We want to be here for you and help you through it. Again, it's not for everybody, but it might be for you. I'm going to give you my personal cell phone number. I'm always here and happy to talk with you and guide you through it. 401-359-2338. And go ahead and shoot me a text or give me a call. Leave a message if, if I can't answer the phone. Again, 401-359-2338. Uh, and, and let's see if it makes sense for you to be going through this journey. Maybe you have a home that you're ready to sell, or maybe you have a multifamily or an investment property or something that you're just like, you know what? I'm ready to upsize. I want to take this. I want to protect my uh, money from capital gains. And I want to do a 1031 exchange. You know, What are your plans? What are your goals this year going into 2022? What type of legacy are you going to leave for your family? And how can we help you get there? We've got one client gentleman is about 30 years old. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's doing a fantastic job. He's one of my best friends. His name is Greg Rice. I want to shout him out. He's finding wonderful opportunities. And one of them is, uh, and you, you see it in, in the Providence Business News, which is fantastic. And kudos to you, Greg. Um, but one of those, he, he's taking the old Sacred Hearts Church in, on Olo Street in one socket, and he's turning it into, I believe, about 35 units. Um, so this is a church that is no longer in use, and uh, he found a way to turn it into 35 um, very classy, very nice rental units, and he's going to have housing now for 35 people or families here uh, in Northern Rhode Island. I believe it's the biggest, the biggest uh, development up there. So really proud to see things like that. And of course, there's people that are going to say, oh my God, you're going to do that to a church, but guys, it's sitting vacant. That building is sitting vacant um, and it's just decaying and doing nothing and people need housing. So um, so that's, that's one of a, a million different things that you can do, right? So you can learn from our clients, you can learn from our people, or you can even connect with these people and ask them questions and see what they're doing. So uh, we've got a huge resource, a huge network here for you. Again, 401-359-2338, whatever it is, whatever type of journey you're ready to take or you're not sure you're ready to take in real estate, um, you know, I can assure you my team and I are here to guide you through that whole part, okay? It's really exciting. And again, I can't thank you enough for being here. Um, before we cut to a commercial break, uh, I'd like to thank Matt Bates again uh, with Movement Mortgage uh, and also John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance for being such fantastic guests on our show and everybody else that helps to uh, sponsor the show and everybody that gets to listen in. And don't forget, by the way, please connect with us on Facebook. You can connect and see all of our content, our exclusive content, and uh, go ahead and, and engage with our posts on either Instagram uh, at Despirito Team or facebook.com backslash Despirito Team. So great stuff. Thank you so much. We're going to be right back here on uh, the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Engel and Volkers with Rhode Island Blogger's top 
Five events happening here in Rhode Island. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. So you can see. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Emilio Desperado. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show powered by riblogger.com. Thank you so much for being here. Again, happy new year. And we've got on Jennifer Jaber, the uh, the owner, the fire starter over there at riblogger.com. She goes and lets us know every week what's happening. We've got some awesome events here. We've got five that we're going to cover today. Jen, welcome back to the show and happy new year. Happy new year. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Always a pleasure. So we're done with Christmas. We're done with, uh, I feel like we were just in Halloween and now we are in the new year, 2022. Wow. What do we got going on? It's unbelievable. We have some good uh, family fun things and then just some ways to support some local businesses. Um, First and foremost, January 8th and February 5th is Audubon Society and Citizens Bank Free Family Fun Day. Um, it's powered by Citizens Bank and the Nature and Audubon, um, the Nature Center and the aquarium is open free to the public. It's actually the first Saturday of every month and it's 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, you can take home craft bags at 10 a.m. There's a nature story um, at 11 and 2. There's an animal interview and at 1 p.m. There's a nature winter hike and one of the Audubon naturalists um, will take you around the refuge and that's at um 1401 Hope Street in Bristol. So it's a great family day. And, and again, it's the first Saturday of every month. So if you can't do January or February, you still have time. Awesome. Sunday, January 9th is R1 Carding's uh, five-year anniversary, which I, it's just wild. I feel like I remember when they opened it. I can't believe that's already been five years. I know, um, right? They're celebrating with a family fun day from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, the day features race deals for kids, balloon animals, goodie bags for the first 100 kids, um, a coloring contest, bouncy house, magician, $2 pizza slices, and um, chances to win free stuff. So it's just a great, fun family day. You know, January is usually pretty cold, so it's a good, Mm -hmm. fun activity. January 9th to January 22nd is the Providence Restaurant Weeks. Um, Participating restaurants offer specials for dining indoors, dining outdoors where possible, or um, also to go. There's breakfast, lunch, dinner specials, and then other special offers like signature cocktails, family size entrees, um, specialty products, and much more. So again, that's from the 9th to the 22nd. So that's, I think, pretty much two solid weeks to support some of our local favorite restaurants. Fantastic. Um, this is also like along the same lines of um, restaurant weeks, but it's Rhode Island Hotel Month. It takes place the entire month of January and includes participating hotels, inns, B&Bs, all over Rhode Island and they offer discounts of up to 40%. Uh, you, know, you can go to like a luxurious getaway or you can just do a cozy staycation. There's even some pet friendly options. I was actually on it looking last night just to see um, what there is available. So there's pet friendly, there's on-site spas, there's on-site restaurants, fireplaces. So um, you can kind of go through and filter what you're looking through all the way until January 31st. Mm. 
And last but not least, um, Saturday, January 8th is the Dinner Detective Interactive Murder Mystery Show at the Providence Marriott. Um, It's from six to nine and it's America's largest interactive murder mystery. And it's like a comedy dinner show. Um, It's a hilarious mystery while feasting on a fantastic dinner, but you could actually be the culprit um, or you may be sitting with the culprit. So um, it's kind of fun. It's like clue and dinner really, but it's awesome. you can get details at dinnerdetective.com for more details. Wonderful. That sounds great, Jennifer. And I mean, you've got dozens of more, probably hundreds of more things to do over the course of the next couple of months on riblogger.com. Don't forget, our listeners, don't forget, if you've got a local business, there's really no other better place to uh, get some eyeballs on you. It's fantastic. And you can contact riblogger.com through their website to find out how you can advertise with them. They do a wonderful job. Jennifer, thanks so much for being here with us and hope you have a happy, wonderful new year. You too. Happy new year. Thanks so much. Thank you. Enjoy that new puppy. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Awesome. Great show today. I'd like to thank Andrew, our producer, the gentleman behind the scenes for making this show happen. Bill, our station manager, John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance, Matthew Bates with Movement Movement Mortgage uh, at theRIMortgageGuy.com. And uh, again, Jennifer Jaber of RIBlogger.com. And you for being here with us year in and year out. Hope you have a happy, wonderful health day, new year. God bless you. We'll be back here next year. Uh, I mean, not next year, next week. And we'll see you then. I'm Emilio Desperados signing off. Take care. We'll see you then. Thank you so much.